Hang on, guys. Just give me, yep, give me a minute. Good, good. Yeah, Take no worries. Minute. I'm over here waiting for Magnum to ask a question anyway. Just letting it be quiet. All right. Makes sense. Sorry, guys. Oh, Are you good? no worries. You We're good? just talking about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I assume so. <laughs> Sorry. Why, why do three-year-olds have nightmares? The first time his father has uh, announced in his earshot that, that his inheritance is in pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Papa's popping and locking. Magnum scrutinizing. Papa Max Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 15 of the Pop and Mags Pinecast. Mags, we're up to 94 days now since we've been told we can take our NFTs off of Theta Drop. Unbelievable. I I believe it. <laughs> I mean, a few weeks, and I think I said this last week, but a few weeks turned into a few months, real and not it's real quickly, did. real slowly. Very and, slowly, but and uh, I don't I see mean, a way forward. Well, I mean, I I noticed last week and the week before even that this the hat situation has really picked up a lot of steam here. So I'm hoping that the voices are going to start to be heard now. Yeah, I think you know if it if it doesn't pick up. Everyone's going to be wearing a hat. <laughs> Mitch well, maybe might as well be. Or yeah. he, maybe he'll hang it up behind him, though. Yes. Well, we know that that's the case. <laughs> we definitely know that that's the case. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know if you noticed this week. I was actually out most of the week and just kind of disconnected. Had a nice, quiet little week, but it didn't seem, you know, trying to plug back in here now, it didn't seem like it was a, a very quiet week overall here. I opened up my wallet and I thought somebody was in there like picking around because I had I had NFTs on the top of my wallet that I hadn't touched in a while. And I was kind of wondering why that was happening. Did, was that the case for you as well? Yeah, wondering. And I was wondering where the fuck you were all week. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yes, I, I did also notice some NFTs moving in my wallet, which is scary considering. Oh, yeah. Well, one, we don't want those NFTs. We're not supposed to list those NFTs. Uh, the right. the symbiote. Right. So there's that. There's that piece. And then two, there was this this hack that I don't. I don't even know if this was resolved yet. You yeah, know, do, I mean, going back to the the thetas, the NFTs being rearranged in my wallet. You know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. I got a couple of of messages from some people, like you know, a little bit nervous about what's going on. And, you know, here's hoping that this has something to do with being able to take our NFTs off the data drop. Obviously, I have no idea if that's the case or not, but Mags, it's been 94 days. So here is hoping that it's somehow related. Who knows? So, yeah, but you were you brought up the hacks. So that's, you know, another thing, you know, I I, I completely missed it. Wasn't checking my email. I don't even know if I got those emails. But yeah, guys, I mean, we just need to, you guys need to make sure you got the the two-factor authentication going on your accounts. I mean, we've been harping on it. I basically made a name for myself from this kind of thing back in like December and January. And, you know, if you still haven't got two-factor authentication on your account, man, what are you doing? Like, you know, you got to take this thing as serious as a bank account. You got funds in there. You got NFTs in there that if somebody gets access to your account, they're just gone. So 
you know, this is, this is a, a very serious thing. Like depending on how much money you got in there and what you've invested in there, like you need to take certain pre- precautions here. Yeah. I, I know I've been talking about two-factor authentication since we started this. I mean, it's been a while since we brought it up. That's the easiest way to pr- protect your account is that. I, I don't know. So I saw ThetaJob eventually tweeted something out. I know NEC was all over this thing from, from the get-go. He, he, was, he was in every Discord. He was on Twitter. He was just popping in about it to tell people, do not click any of these emails. So ThetaJob put something out saying, yeah, don't click any emails even if they look from us or not, just, just don't do it. I believe it was something like that. And honestly, I don't know. I, I'll go on data job about the domain renewal. I don't know what the situation, I still don't understand what the situation was. I, I heard a bunch of different stories of, of these lists and guessing people's names. I think maybe, maybe that's what data job was saying. Eventually. I, I don't know. The easiest way to protect yourself is two factor authentication. Yeah. I think they were kind of blaming it on MailChimp. Um, and there was a falling out with MailChimp I saw from Kyle's twi- tweet a while back. Um, but I'm curious, did you, did you get the email in question? I did not, uh, unless okay. it went to my spam, but I, I did not. Yeah, I'm not sure that I got it either. But I was just curious what the actual email address was that it came from, if you responded to it. Because actually in my work, I get these spoof emails all the time that make it look like it's coming from someone within the company. And then if you reply to it, it goes to like some random Gmail account. So it, it doesn't, you can't tell who it's coming from until you reply. Not that I'm, I, I have no idea. I, I didn't look for this email. I don't know if I got it, but, and I don't know anything about this situation. I'm just, I was just trying to have a nice week off and you know, all the stuff just to come back to a huge fire here. Yeah. You, you know, we get those emails at work and it, that's super funny because we're on, we're on this, whatever domain server so it's like this is something from like the it department but it's coming it it, it says that it's coming from an external email so it, gotcha. it flags all external emails so that's why it, it, it's it's laughable but yeah i don't know i read something and i don't do much reading unless it's to me that some, someone something about guessing usernames based off of twitter names or Discord yeah names they're or trying something. To like the brute force thing yeah i don't know but this, it's another thing where it's like if you, they used to have these Twitter giveaways and it was like, oh, put down your username on here to join. And it's like, okay, no, no, you know, I'm not putting my username on there. What's the point of putting my username on there? Because from there, you could probably guess my email address um, in a lot of cases. And if you can figure out the password for one of them, a lot of people use the password for both of them. So it's like, you know. You got to you got to step up the security here, people, you know, and just I feel bad for everyone that got caught up in this. But let's step it up. Let's get the two factor authentication going. Let's not give any easy targets to to these guys that are doing this. I mean, we just need to make sure that as a community that, you know, we are as secure as possible with our accounts. And if anyone has any issues, like can't figure it out, you know, feel free to to message us and be happy to help. Yeah. And also, which helps, you know, helps out your account is put that hat on, on your profile pic. Got to have a hat these days. We're, we're about to hit the, the century mark here on days <laughs> since we've been told. 
never in my wildest dreams would I would equate a few weeks into over a hundred days. Yeah, we're talking. You know? Yeah, yeah, we're talking. We're coming up on four months <laughs> here pretty soon. So yeah, well, we'll see what happens. But the one other thing that I kind of uh, we started to speak about last week was these metal print sales and the the Dragon Primes. <laughs> wow, oh, yeah. Huh? That was uh, that was that was quite a week for the ivory symbiotes. I mean, I I think I lost count. I believe it was over ten sales of over ten thousand dollars each on these metal prints for people to mint Dragon Primes. Unbelievable. And then it went up to so the the minimum was ten thousand five hundred for a week. For the, yeah, for a week. And then I don't think we want to talk about my issue. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Fuck. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so we so we got a minimum of 10,500. And what does my boy Mags do? He goes not- and buys one for 10,496. You are $4 short, my friend. <laughs> Uh, I think it was what like 9726. I think it was yeah. something short. I know. <laughs> yeah, I took in some it, uh I wasn't smart enough to figure out the um to have the person the, set the price. Yeah. So you put the offer out. Yeah. So the offer was submitted by party X and it was over the amount and then almost immediately when I received the offer, I saw that it was like 9 cents over the amount so it went from like a couple bucks over the the minimum to nine cents over the minimum when i when i hit enter when and when the thing finally processed because the sale didn't like post even though like it transacted yeah that way. yeah they it take didn't... they take a couple minutes yeah yeah so it posted and then i was a few dollars short of <laughs> of for that person to um to minute so um I I just uh, I kind of freaked out, and uh... yeah. Well, it's a great story, honestly, <laughs> and thank you for bringing it up because I I completely forgot I had it written down on a piece of paper that someplace, <sighs> but not the one that's in front of me here. But that was amazing. <laughs> and the this the sad thing is too because sheriffs put in Discord and on Twitter that like hey if you have any questions, let me know we sure that you know you the person gets the the dragon prime right uh, yeah by doing it correctly yeah. and i'm there right. talking with you that night <laughs> fucking this thing up yeah oh my god so yeah i so there was some frantic uh, messages and screenshots shared yeah to show well, i mean to yeah, show what was going on you, you got caught in a, a little downspin on on t fuel so not the end of the world on that but that was one of that was one of many sales that really one of the only things going on on data drop until it looks like friday which uh, was a drop that I missed because I still was unplugged. But um, I think you got involved in that one, right? The the creator, what was it? What's it called? Yeah, the I think Creators Club. Yeah, yeah it like was. Cool. It was cool that they were super neat. They came in these like Nintendo sixty four cartridges. They they look yep. like. Nice. And um, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna buy one, and I figured, you know, I was gonna like. There was only two thousand two hundred twenty two, and I think they're just saving two hundred for the creators or whatever so i guess two thousand of them were were available and it 
took a while for them to sell out, but they, they did, did sell out somewhat quickly. So once I saw that they were struggling, I was like, oh, some of these are kind of cool. And I just kept uh, I just kept buying a couple. So I think everyone, I haven't heard any issues or complaints with them. Um, no, they're all over Twitter. I mean, they... They look pretty cool. Like I said, I, I was just unplugged and did not catch this one. But the visually, they they look great. I don't know anything more about them, really. Hopefully, maybe Theta Jump Rarity gets involved. We can see. But, I mean, you know, like Pines, 8,888 of them. And when there wasn't the Rarity, we were guessing a lot. But, like, this pool's a lot smaller. So, yeah, what is definitely. that, like 4X smaller? Yeah. Possibly? Yeah. And... Yep. um. So you, you'll look at an attribute and there's not many for sale of that attribute because there's only so many of these things. Right. Yeah, they, they look cool. Yeah. I hope there's something else to, to go with them. I think they're helping support the creators on Theta TV, which is yeah, which is very cool. Definitely. But uh yeah, hopefully there's um I almost bought a custom the other day and I and I could have bought it outright and I just I was like Oh man, let me try to nickel and dime this guy. And I sent the offer. And then this is something I noticed. I, I, I found kind of weird, but I guess maybe it's not. And I put in a an offer that was more than that individual paid for it. And then I think NEC or something wound up buying the thing for for the asking price. And uh, but my bid, my ask was still there after the sale. So I don't know if you think that's well, weird. Well, yeah, I mean, it, the, I think the ass follows the NFT to the new owner. Yeah, but it's just weird because if if that owner paid, like, beat my offer because he paid the actual price for it. Yeah. That owner is not going to want my price. Like, no, absolutely. So I, I took a hint and I, I canceled it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would still be nice to know if these offers were even seen or not by the other party. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be great if they would get actually canceled if someone rejects them. You know, where there, there's still some cleanup work, I think, that needs to be done with the offers. But Yeah, on aisle 10. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's been mentioned before. Nope, we've mentioned it. And we mentioned it again, and we'll continue to mention it. So, yeah, um, I did take most of the week off, like I said, but I, you know... I came home Friday. I just figured it was time to stir up a little pine controversy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I so, we had enough this week without your help, but you yeah, had to freaking poke the you bear. You know, I I didn't I didn't understand at the time how much had actually already gone down. I probably could have waited a little bit, but you know, <laughs> strike while the iron's hot, right? So I made the post, and you know, actually General Dole got in touch with me while I was on vacation. Apparently, he's your boy now. Well, yeah, he always has been. I think that that, (laughs) that's on record. (laughs) But yeah, he had the idea of of starting a fantasy league for for Pines. And, you know, that's kind of a very difficult thing to do uh, with a bunch of Pines, obviously. You know, you you just had a a draft this weekend, and it's hard enough to get 12 people you know together to attend a draft. So I I pondered on it a bit, and... uh, we came up with with something unique where it's a uh, no draft, no matchups. It's a fantasy kind of setup for the for the season where each week you pick whatever guys you want to start and the only rule is you can only pick the same guy twice within the course of the year. And we set up a league on Run Your Pool and we're going to offer whoever wins, it's a it's a free entry. Whoever wins gets uh gets a free uh, Secret Pineapple Society Thetacon NFT from open data uh one that is transferable <laughs> out of my wallet um 
So we're going to do that. And then we also, for those that wanted to spice it up a little bit, we offered a little side pot. Uh, if you want to throw in 100T fuel, I, I created a new wallet, dump a ton 100T fuel in there. And whoever out of those people wins or comes in highest wins the pot. And so far right now, we got 16 people that have entered in total and eight of them have entered the, the 100T fuel portion. So, I mean, that's, that's roughly half. <laughs> that is roughly half, yes, of the of all competitors. So yeah, but the uh, the controversy stirred up when I referred to real football being American football and not not what they call soccer in America. And that was dumb. Stirring that pot. I mean, it, that came. I could have seen that coming. I don't. Yeah. Uh, no. Obviously, just... I I knew that that was gonna cause a reaction, right? But at the same time, that was kind of the point too, because. If I had just gone along and, and not made that jab, then now you got all the European pines. They're just going to just leave it alone, right? They're not going to, they're going to have no interest. It's just American football. You get a couple of the American pines involved. But now you start throwing jabs out there. You offer a free pot with an NF, NFT for the winner. Why not? Why wouldn't these Euro pines join and try to try to smack us American pines around in our own game? You know, if one of sure. these guys wants to start a, a real football, also known as soccer league, and offer some kind of free NFT to a winner, guess what? Sheriff Popper is going to join. Maybe a, maybe a World Cup pool. Yeah, maybe a World Cup pool. I mean, that's not, te- you know, that's not really like a some kind of fantasy league with uh, the Premier Cup or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I would... Obviously, I'd get involved with that. And, you know, I think that just the idea was to get a little, you know, smack talk going on and camaraderie going on uh, on Twitter. And how embarrassing would it be for an international international person who, who, you know, it's not it's football to them. It's not soccer. And for them to win American football fantasy league. Yeah, no, that would be that would be embarrassing. (laughs) <laughs> but here's the other thing, though, Mags. Have you ever done a, a fantasy league like this one? Ever done one like this one? Yeah. No. Have you ever participated? Me either. Because no. you have to a pick totally a player. You can't pick a, you can't pick a player more than twice all season. So you can pick whoever the hell you want. Right. But normally with a fantasy football league, you go, you draft your own team, and you use that team or you make trades throughout the course of the year. And you use the same team uh, week right. over week. You manage a team. This is completely different. It's like it's almost like a DraftKings kind of daily fantasy entry, except there's no limit on who you can put in there because there's no salary cap. But just the caveat that you can only use each player twice over the course of the year. So the format is completely new. I mean, which I think really levels the playing field here between American Pines and International Pines. Because right. I don't think anybody knows what they're doing. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we get some more people. The season's about to start soon. Yeah, no, it would be great. I think September 8th is the first game, so you guys still got time to sign up. But it would be great to get a bunch of you Pines involved, you know. Just get involved. It's it, it's uh, it's probably about five minutes a week that you need to commit to just log in and create a lineup and just be a part of the fun on Twitter, you know. Looks like, uh, yeah, uh, I look forward to the Smack Talk. And also winning. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, I think no. you got your win already for the year. So you're all done. Okay. By the time this finishes, we're going to be in a, another fiscal year. So. Oh. Ooh. Oh. 
I don't know about that. I don't think that counts. We'll see. So, okay. Yeah. No, but that's that's pretty much all I had. I don't know. You want to fill me in on anything else that I that I missed over the course of the last week while I was trying to have a nice relaxing <laughs> vacation? Um, just some angst. Uh, I saw some with some pine people, but um, you know, it looks like uh, looks like the robot is is back and and ready to get in there. So yeah, Excellent. I don't. I really don't got much to say about that. We'll just. Uh, uh, I, I saw something about Ketchenenny becoming a, a, an official liaison. Was that, I don't know anything about that other than I, that's kind of what I heard. Is that something that happened? Yeah. Well, I saw something like that in a discord group. I saw, yes, I, I, I saw, we'll just say yes. Okay, I don't we'll know. Yes. I, I really we'll don't just say know yes. either. I, there was just I don't too, know many, too many messages to, to catch up with. I saw congratulations. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, get back into it this week. You know, come in with understanding what the hell was going on this past week. Don't leave <laughs> your boy hanging, uh, fighting up, putting out, putting out fires on Twitter and Discord because that wasn't fun. Wasn't fun at all. Listen, I took I took five days off. Okay, <laughs> it, it, I mean, come on. If the world can't last without me for five days, we're, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> true, true. Um, but so it is actually an exciting week this coming week because now we got a little taste of what the Sentinel Primes from from the Symbiotes are going to be, and those that redemption period ends on Wednesday, and I'm thinking that we can probably get that drop on Friday. So that should be pretty spicy. I know I saw a, a tweet from Ivory on. Tw- uh, on the Twitter um, about that. And man, it looks like just following up uh, just gets cla- I mean, the level of, of class just stays there, right? We know what's in the box, right? Yeah. Quality. Quality's yeah. In the box. Ivory is like, he's like the ultimate creator that, that you'd want running a project because he's in there doing the work and he's the biggest cheerleader. Uh, he's, you, you thought this, the, the Dragon Prime thing was was huge. He's not done. He said it. He's not going anywhere. He's he, we're just going to get blown away. I think, just constantly by by him. And I look forward. to Agreed. That. Yeah. Every every fifteen days, it's just going to be a treat here until basically until ThetaCon. So definitely looking forward to that. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, trust me. By Friday or or Wednesday, whenever we see him, you will know about them because they will be all over Twitter, and there is going to be. Quite a few of them, I believe. I'd have to double check the the numbers here, but many more of them than there were uh, Dragon Primes. So yeah, it's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait to see him. All right, man. Well, if you got nothing else, then I guess we can kick it off to the next segment. And man, we got a good one for you today, boys and girls. Oh, yeah. We got the one, the only, Mitch Lou. Wait, uh, wait, Sheriff. We we got to cancel on Mitch. Oh man. Um, we 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 got. I don't know when we're gonna be able to reschedule with him, uh, but we we're going with Max. We had this lined up. We had this lined up. Uh, I was I took five days off. <laughs> we did, and I'm sure you were well well researched. But uh, we're gonna go with the lost URP episode finally. Oh, what? We got yes. clearance on that officially. We're gonna we're gonna let that one rip. We got clearance, Clarence. 
we're we're ready to, <laughs> to to go with the lost URP episode. So you want to reset All right. that? Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, let's take it back about three or four weeks into the archives, and we're gonna revisit the lost episode with the one, the only URP, not ERP. After these messages. This week's episode is brought to you by Rewarded.TV. What other place can you go to earn crypto as you walk and stream TV? Wait, you can earn crypto? You can earn crypto. It's called the R-Play token, my man. R-Play? Didn't we have guests on previously that talked about this? We did. Chris and Dan, our boys from Imagine Replay. Oh, cool. So they're finally out. They're finally out. The official token drop happened, and you make an account on Rewarded.TV, link it to your email address, start watching it. And earning it's as easy as that oh that sounds great can i get off this call with you now and start earning you can do that right now at rewarded.tv this week's episode is brought to you by ThetaCon 2022. What's better than spending a winter weekend in Florida? How about spending a winter weekend in Florida with a bunch of awesome people from the Theta community? December 2nd to the 4th at La Meridian in Fort Lauderdale. Tickets on sale now. The link for tickets and a lot more information can be found at ThetaCon.org. And honestly, $999 for the all-inclusive ticket is quite a deal. Comes with two nights stay, a conference ticket, and $250 for on-premise food and drinks. I hope to see you there and as mags always says that's from the both of us papa max podcast ladies and gentlemen tonight we have a pine all-star some refer to him as urp don't know what that means maybe we'll find out i refer to him as erp welcome to the podcast how you doing today Yes. Um, so it's URP. So not a URP. Oh, we were chatting just beforehand about NEC. Or oh, we could just yeah. call him Neck if you want. We could. Um, yeah. yeah. I my, prefer my, prefer, him. my preferred pine now. URP. Um, URP. <laughs> because, yeah, it's a uh, anagram. So yeah, URP, not ERP. Okay. You heard it here first. I, I was wrong. Apology for that. Uh, thank you, URP. And thanks for apologizing straight away and, and putting that one to bed. That was a professional way of dealing with it. That's all. That's what we do. Apology accepted. Professionals. Thank you. We hold ourselves accountable here. But yeah, I need need to apologize for that too, because I've always said ERP. And I was actually going to ask you this because when we had Sushi Cat on, she was treating you like you were some like super famous person that she met on Reddit and looked up to a lot. And she referred to you as URP. So I guess Sushi was right. Yeah, well, that's, Sushi knows part of the origin story, and uh, we'll do the prequel one day, and maybe today, and go into how URP was formed. Uh, but yeah, it was via Reddit. I've amassed, I think, 48 followers on Reddit um, in the past, so a bit of a celebrity on there. Try and keep it on the down low <laughs> and, and don't cross-pollinate with Twitter. Very cool. You've been in Theta, I'm assuming, for a very long time. You seem like one of the OGs, for sure. How did you, like, what, what does your story look like getting into Theta? Um, I, I'm not sure whether the kind of OG cutoff point is. I have a, an old guard TNS address for sale. Uh, if I don't qualify, I'm happy to sell it. Um, but that's available. It's in the marketplace now for 5,000 uh, T-Fuel, which I think is a bargain. But, um, yeah, when did I get into Theta? I don't think it's true OG status. Um, September 2019, I think. 
Okay. Um, I'm more comfortable with the price than the date. I think it was about 25 cents or so for Theta when, when I got into it. Bought 100,000 Theta and about a week later it went up to 40 cents or so or two weeks later and I thought I was a genius. I watched a YouTube video criticizing Theta about T-Fuel not being able to move off Theta drop and I was like, I didn't really know what this Theta thing was that I bought. I was just throwing money at a, a few different projects that ticked a couple of boxes and just speculating. And it was a, a small bag that I was holding. And so I sold it all um, and then bought back like 5x higher, which was a bit of a bit of a shame. So it went, <laughs> went in a lot harder a lot later. So yeah, probably we're probably at, a, at or around the price now, which was kind of the, the cost average entry. So okay. yeah, not, not as OG as I would have liked to have been. Well, she seemed to think that you were like you must have been doing some stuff on reddit that was really kind of opening eyes because that's how she had found you and yeah she just was you know she couldn't stop about the the star status and then going up against the star and then pine madness in, in round one yeah i mean it, it's funny how the draw worked out i mean at, at random and to throw us up against each other i thought was wow yes that was very it's the, it's, the, it's the way the cookie crumbles right <laughs> now i dealt with it um, as one would uh, coming against sushi and i think coming against sushi from a low base from her perspective thank god because yeah i mean she's just got a tremendous amount of talent to throw at these things and uh, ability and i've i've got some words that i can put on paper and i can't do too too much with them yeah she didn't have a lot of followers at the time and that maybe got glitchy boy um a round or two further into the competition <laughs> urp we went into pine madness that's my first introduction to into you and and seeing how you operate and and, and how and how you run things. So there was a big match between you and Humberto. Danny, Danny right? yeah, Danny son, right? Yeah. It was a it, it actually probably had the most votes of any match during the whole tournament, just even the championship by far. It was really close. It was it was like a hundred to a hundred and Danny Sun was inching up and there was just, I don't know, like eight or nine hours left. Next thing I know, I wake up and just like Popper and his pineapple pizza all of a sudden he's trailing by a lot is is there uh was there any shenanigans going on during that or was that just the, the people they wanted they wanted uh glitchy to to make the championship yeah well i think i think the people voted with their votes right um was there any shenanigans there were plenty of non-pine voters out there uh, oh yeah oh, for say. sure uh, sure okay yeah things things got desperate and i used the time zone to my advantage <laughs> and I, I made i made a decision that was a complete waste of effort and energy given the fact that magnum picked up the belt and the glory but, uh, <laughs> yeah Don't downstairs from my office there's a recruitment company and i know the i know the owner pretty well so i was, I was chatting to him and we chat about things over coffee from time to time including crypto and i was like look i need a favor and he's got 40 staff or so and he just <laughs> pinged the link to his team it's just like okay like option two or whatever it was on this thing and <laughs> So got this whole random team, which is mostly of females downstairs going, what the fuck is this about? And then <laughs> casting their boat and it all came through at what, 9am my time. So yeah, yeah right around there. We yeah. had to pull hard on that. <laughs> well, so, you know, my hesitation after that epic comeback was, was the fact that I was like, oh man, I'm going to have not only did you flip on me? Because we were on the same team at that point. Then Glitchy uh, flipped on me. Now I'm going against the guy that he pulled this backroom deal. I figured it was going to happen to me too. Somehow it didn't. I, I don't know how. I guess that doesn't what I'm seem like a backroom deal though. That seems legit. 
I, I think the the final results were, were probably legit. I think what we're just trying to get to is just my humbleness again and uh, graciousness for, for winning it despite crazy odds. Well, just like the pineapple pizza poll, the poll was legit. And yes, it was. I mean, admittedly, <laughs> URP, PNN, and, and Theta Thresh happen to vote the same way as Glitch. That's probably not within the Pine Minus rules, but I didn't have time to read through the, the small pr- print in the heat of battle. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know there was any rules, actually, in, hey, in the Pine Minus. Don't feel bad. Sheriff Popper couldn't even vote once because you can't vote on your own poll. <laughs> so that didn't well, work. Well, there we favor. go. So, uh, <laughs> so can we expect the... the High high gloss version of the rules coming out for Pine Manor's 2023. Obviously, oh. uh, the brackets oh. and the too and soon, too everything. soon, too soon, <laughs> uh, too soon to get back would, to work, Sheriff. That was whew, I might as well, I, I would have to start working on it now. That was <laughs> I, I'm still a little PTSD from that first week. Oh, digging well, through think, Twitter think... to find who was who was on Team Popper, who's on Team Mags, and oh flashbacks but I'm, I'm okay if you want to work on it now i mean we, we know already that mags, mags can take the lead on the podcast yeah yeah why don't you handle this mags i gotta start working on pine madness 23 <laughs> yeah sure i'd like um, to make several entries if that's okay yeah i've got some absolutely. new characters lined up yeah listen wolver wolvey he put in like eight or nine i had to cut a few out to to make it a nice even 128 simple <laughs> pine put a bunch in too seems like a lot of team magnum was just stuffed in the ballot box with uh with entries over there i got no comment they just <laughs> they, they wanted me those guys i'll give it to them like they took the spirit of this thing and they did it the right way they made a story for each of the characters they put it in there i got some guys on team popper and it's like oh can i add this guy it's like, dude, like, did you did you read any of the instructions? Like, you know, make a little story. Can I or just like a picture of a pineapple? That wasn't really the point here. But yeah, you're in. But the big the big star URP from this was the the twins, the appearance of the twins, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinion, and the emergence of PNN. Any anything <laughs> uh, anything you like to tell us about? Either, either of them? Well, uh, as you know, Magnum, there was a Team Magnum Discord enabled and uh, a level was. 10 secret room that Thetazilla <laughs> <laughs> Club happened to uh, to come about. And we, we got brainstorming some, some pine madness, madness, as, as you would call it, uh, and emerged this great idea of controlling the narrative and controlling media, controlling the news outlet <laughs> and, and seeing where you get. And I don't know where we got the inspiration from that from, any sort of real-world examples of the media being manipulated. But anyway, it came to us as an idea, and we thought, well, this will be hilarious for 10 people, and we ran with it. Yeah, PNN was born, and <laughs> and Thetazilla Club told me about Fiverr. So I was like, well, this kind of functions like Theta Drop. You click on something and you pay, like any other <laughs> online store. And so I was just paying for people to make random videos and a few people got involved and helped out with that as well and the rest as they say is uh, is history written by team magnum that's right that's yeah right. i would say so my uh my biggest mistake was going back to the beginning with that meme that magnum was putting together the the civil war avengers i just did not realize 
what an impact that was going to have on my life. You know, he had Thetazilla Club on his side. He had Glitch. He had Wolvie. I had Sushi. And then I had Will Lair, who's a great guy, but no air support from him. And Jupiter, who's a great girl, but very little support from her compared to what you guys are doing, putting together a Discord and just going right over the speed limit on this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we inspired Simbi as to how to go all in on communication. So we, that was our modus operandi. <laughs> we just went big. Yeah, yes. That was definitely a lot of fun, uh, man. But it was, there was some, that was tough too. You know, I'm putting in all the work in the back end and then I, I pop on and it's just like, wow, I'm under attack here. This, this is ridiculous. You guys are putting in as much work as I am, but the work you guys were doing seemed a lot more fun than what Me I was doing. Too, Sheriff. I mean, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows on our side. Me and URP both had, um, you know, videos coming out from the twins and we had a we had to just have them line up the right way to, to, to come out. So, oh, you poor saps. Yeah, it was tough. It, it was tough for sure. <laughs> well, the, it was the twins have become fans. Um, certainly, fans <laughs> of us uh, uh, paying them through college or whatever we're doing. But they they've been enjoying the back and forth and like, oh yeah, another pine video. He he he, writing writing it out and I'm reading it out and. Um, yeah, it was cool. And a few more characters came through it and Ketchin and he's helping out doing a little bit now. I sort of felt, especially after James gifted the the altered pine that I better keep doing some. It probably wouldn't be right to sell the pine straight away or can PNN straight away. So we'll keep that up and, and see how it goes. A little, little bit, maybe two, three videos a month and James gets involved from time to time with read through a uh, read through on the scripts and tweaking things and just adding adding a little bit of commentary along the way so helps kind of guide the 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 creative writing process very cool are we uh, are we going to see any more of the twins here anytime soon depending on how fast Matt magnum is planning to edit the video um yeah they, they should be out before before this uh podcast airs. oh cool so i'm thinking the first of august yeah, I'm just kind of looking now and trying to get the time zone right, but I, I think it should be tomorrow. in the US on the 1st, which is tomorrow, but not tomorrow if you're listening. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm not that fast. Yeah. Well, I could do another one. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do one <laughs> on the back of back of this and try and sync it with the release date. Spoiler so alert. So we're uh, we're going to edit this part out, but is there any super secret juice we can uh, we can get from the the man over here? No. So what are like are you I know that we we saw some pines up for sale recently, but I've I've been seeing some pines being purchased again uh, recently. So where are you sitting as far as what you're what you're looking at as uh, in your wallet here? T fuel versus pines. Yeah, I, I would describe it as sitting pretty. And um, <laughs> I, I I listened to the podcast with with NEC and the one with Baller, and, and I appreciate the perspective of more doom and gloom in the in global markets and in cryptos in general and nfts might be a safe place of mm. storage for capital from my perspective and, and my backgrounds also uh, i think similar maybe to nec but in traditional finance and now more so in private markets uh, including energy but uh, my thoughts are that i kind of had a lot of nfts in a safe space during a downturn uh, which worked out really well for me yeah. uh, i thought it would be i don't know foolish to to not take advantage of that downturn uh, and seeing that getting 
two, three, four, even times the, the T fuel I bought NFTs went back out of the system, putting it back into staking, uh, trying to get the timing right, which is an impossible art. But yeah, just taking a bet that I've two, three X capital in, in T fuel terms and take advantage that if markets start to pick up again in, in crypto, that T fuel might lead NFTs on the way back up. And there might be the ability to buy similar NFTs to what I bought months ago for similar amounts of T-Fuel, i.e. if we're back at 20 cents uh, for, for a T-Fuel, I might be able to pick up something for $10,000. And that sounds like a, a crazy amount of T-Fuel to, to be putting in today's market. But yeah, if we ride back up and go up three, four times from now, and it's significantly less. So yeah, just trying to bet against it and then take advantage, of course, of uh, realizing some capital losses. So putting quite a lot of uh, dollar amounts into buying the NFTs. So the ability to just write off uh, against capital gains, all the uh, the dollar buys sure. against the, the sell transaction. Yeah. So mine should probably realize about, about 38,000 US dollars. I think if I can convert it back from local currency uh, of losses, which sounds horrific, but it's really beneficial for me from a tax point of view locally. And I've got more T-fuel than I spend initially. So yeah, I'm just trying to play play that game. And I, I kind of miss a lot of the pines that I had, especially as everyone likes mm -hmm. to show them off on yeah. Uh, yeah. Discord. So I've got yeah. monitor just giving a, some wall art <laughs> of how great his pines are. And like, I recognize a lot of those. So I'm optimistic that I'll be able to buy back better and build back better, whatever we want to call it. And uh, Glitchy on, on Theta Drop has got a, a scum, scumbag hat on to, to represent that. I don't know if I came across it. Thank uh, you. But yeah, yeah, trying to buy. I, I don't know which one it was, uh, but I was mentioning that it, it seemed like you sold a lot of your NFTs, your pineapples to, you know, like you're saying, like get a loss, but net T fuel and, and, and stake or whatever. Just the interesting thing. And I think other people have been doing the same thing if if you would agree, but it seems like a lot of people that picked up a lot of these nicer or more expensive ones that, you know, you've, you've kind of sold and some other people have sold that they're just not making it back on the market. I was wondering if, if you think, you know, when we go back up to 20 cent T-Fuel, you think you're going to be able to, to to get any of those nicer ones uh, or something to that caliber back? Yes. Okay, simple. <laughs> but I'll expand on that. I, I, look, I, I think psychology work, works in, in weird and wonderful ways. And when when someone believes that they can get $10,000, $15,000 for something, uh, it's quite easy to forget about what, what the acquisition cost would be or what the conversion is at the time. I mean, to them, they picked up a, a pineapple for two, $3,000 and have the opportunity to sell it for 10, 12. And I think a lot, a lot of people would jump at that. I'm not saying that some of the stronger kind of hands, if you can call them that, or some of the bigger ballers out there would do the same thing. But I feel that there'll be a lot of pineapples back with the, the guys who've got one or five in their account and they might have a, a custom and a couple of others or they might have something that's never really been on the market. And they're simply waiting for the market to pick back up again and sell it for the 10,000 that they wish they did back in February or whenever it might have been. So I feel like there'll be there'll be pines available. If, if not, I'm just going to have to get a Magnum style collection of floors on the go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
So you have the famous glitch lupine, right? And I know I know there's one other at least misfit out there, the the misfit 911 guy, and he was able to collect the misfit and the original pine that actually fits the attributes. If the actual pine of glitch Lu comes out, is that something that you're going to be looking to try to get? Have you seen the actual pine of glitch Lu? I have not. Is it out there? It, it, so it's not out there. Um, whether it, it it appears, I have no idea. But I, I was meaning aesthetically. Have you? You've seen Glitch Lou and how he looks. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not how he's supposed to look, but how he yeah. he ended up post mint. And I don't. He's not glamorous. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. He's got a nice. Uh, he's, he's got a nice uh, blindfold. He's, yeah, he's got a red blindfold. But I, I wouldn't be busting the bank to to buy the. I guess the, yeah, the correct one, yeah. version. I, I prefer the glitched version, um, which I bought. I was looking at it today. I imagined it would come up, so I think I bought it for three thousand two hundred dollars, which sounds like a lot. And uh, certainly would be in in today's market without the context of it being glitched. Uh, but right. it was twelve thousand T fuel, which is just shows how well pineapples yeah, wow. have stood up the test of time so far, um, despite all the ongoing bashing that they get. But yeah, glitchy's done done pretty well, and I think I bought it fairly opp- opportune and maybe slightly overpriced at the time. No, nobody was talking about it being in the marketplace. No one was talking about it being glitched. And I was searching for some of the blindfolds that I quite liked, and I quite liked the white theta blindfold. I yep. didn't have one at the time. It was fairly early on, um, probably December time uh, or, or late November. Uh, wanted a white blindfold, searched for it in the marketplace, and then this glitched one came up and I thought that's weird. Mm-hmm. Clicked on it, looked at the attributes and realized that they were pretty much all mismatched apart from the background. And I, I I thought, oh, it's, it's going to be a, hopefully a steal at $3,000 at the time or 12,000 T-Fuel. Yeah, we've we've talked about it before. The tea, I mean, when you start looking at the T-Fuel prices of these pineapples, it's hard to have any complaints against them. You know, I start looking at some of them that I bought back during the drop and even, you know, December, January, it's like, man, the U.S. dollar price went down, but these things are still holding T-Fuel value. And, you know, I kind of, I'm playing it a little bit similar to you, not on the grand scale that you are, but, you know, I'm, I've diversified a little bit into actually being able to hold some T-Fuel. I had this, I had this issue for the longest time where if I had T-Fuel, it was for like 10 minutes because it was just getting spent. But I think I've turned the corner on that. And with T-Fuel where it is, it makes it a lot easier to just kind of, stored away and in, in hopes that you know it does run and lead some of these nfts but yeah i think that having a, a position in both is wise now i'm just curious if there was one of the pines that you did get rid of that you could get back which which one would you be looking to try to get back yeah this, this one's a no-brainer i sold it i sold it too early uh pintori yeah uh, is, is still dear to me uh i still yeah look at it with with envy and i covet my neighbor's pine when i see it <laughs> I, I bought it i think thirty four thousand t fuel and sold it for a hundred thousand so ninety thousand less the fee which was a is a great deal in, in yeah in business. Sure. so I, I wasn't unhappy with that at the time but at the time i thought t fuel was probably going to bottom around 12 cents and we went down obviously considerably further sort of three uh yeah four four cents so yeah yeah, yeah I, I think it probably could have gone for 150 200 would i have still sold it yeah i probably would have done because just a greedy capitalist most of the time so i just look at the, <laughs> the numbers and I, I don't know about you guys but i, I look at t fuel and i kind of imagine 
imagine it being $1 at some point, hopefully in the next year or two, maybe in the next five or 10. I have no idea. But when I see 100000 or 200000 I think 100000 or $200,000 in potential future value. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'm crazy not to take up offers on some of these pines and, and even some of the good ones that I got rid of uh, and on the on the way down. And most of what I sold was between four and a half cents and five cents. But the sheer amount of T-Fuel, I'm like, geez, if, if T-Fuel was to go back to one, then these things are going for levels that I hoped pines in my wildest dreams might get to. Right. Um, so I'm kind of like, well, I'll just hold on to the T-Fuel, get some eight, 9% APR along the journey. And I've got quite a lot of T-Fuel anyway. So sort of add to that pile and, and now start using rewards to buy NFTs. Yeah, I, I look at it a little bit different than you. I, I, I value it at 33 cents which is where it was um, at the pineapple drop. So, I mean, a dollar would be great too, but I just look and I'm like, man, if the theta can, our T field can get back to 33 cents, like this is worth a ton, you know? So, but if obviously if it gets back to a dollar, that's even, if it gets up to a dollar, that's even better. But, you know, 33 cents is where it was at the pine drop. So I kind of like that sticks in my head, you know? Yeah, I've, I've got to think that if T field got to 68 cents, on the the big way up uh we should have taken profit completely out of theta at the time there's some people vocal about that uh which is fine i should have i should have heeded their warning people who are still vocal about it now is a bit pathetic in my opinion but be be as it may uh didn't sell out stuck with it and for me if theta does what it's supposed to be doing uh and what the patents are all designed to be building and theta comes out the other side with some high level clients in the mid to to blue chip tier, then I, I can't see how we don't surpass all time high. And if 68 T fuel is all time high of T fuel, then I find it it stands to reason that it, it should be multiples of that. So looking forward to the day, then and, and hopefully a few I told you so moments. But I won't lose uh, too much sleep if it doesn't get there. So one more question before I let Max take over. I I have had conversations. I believe it was with Datazilla Club, and he believes that at some point the determination is that T fuel is going to be deflationary. Like that's the goal, right? For, to, for T fuel. Do you see that as a possibility? Yeah. It's all predicated on use cases. So as long as you have enough video encoding, caching jobs, uh, just using the network transactions as well. If Mitch is right and we get to a half a million, a million transactions per day, doing a variety of different tasks and different jobs, and especially across a meta chain by the end of the year, then T fuel should therefore become deflationary. It's, it's built into the model that that was put out in the white papers. And yeah, I certainly subscribe to that. And the guys at TRS have dissected it in each which way. I feel yeah, pretty comfortable that the outcome is a possibility, but it's, again, it's predicated on data doing what it's supposed to do and the vision of solving the, the CDN problem and creating this decentralized network that is ultimately used, not just some pretty NFTs. Interesting. That would, yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. Just hard to see, like, it, it does seem like it's kind of a far cry away when you have 8% inflation on the T fuel that's being staked. So it's just, I don't know. It'd be very awesome if that was the case. But, you know, right now it's kind of wait and see for me and just, you know, hope. Yeah, I agree. But then the market dynamics will, will adjust it as well. So you'll if it were to have enough throughput and the transactions to become deflationary at a point, then there are obviously other levers and mechanisms to cause it to become inflationary again as well. So yeah, you try and create some sort of equilibrium with, with T-Fuel uh, where much yeah. easier to work out when you're talking about theta and you're using a static number. Right, right. So URP, you know, you just mentioned uh, <clears throat> a word that stuck out to me. You mentioned um, 
beautiful NFTs or pretty NFTs. And we mentioned pineapples already, of course. Have you redeemed your custom Pixilla yet? I have not. I I don't feel good about redeeming any custom Pixilla until I'm at meta status, uh, which will happen, um, I believe, within the month of August. It's a big monumental task that only the more serious, the the more established, the more determined Theta NFT purveyors, as he would call it, uh, will ever <laughs> ever be able to achieve, uh, especially especially with the rate that those things were flying out of the door a month ago so, uh, in the pixelers. Yeah, uh, I will. I need to jump on their their live stream, their chat at some point as well. And with but are we? That will be cool. Sure. If I'm if I am I missing something? You you did communicate to him after the Pine Games, correct? I did, yes. And uh, URP was supposed to connect with TZC, and uh, you know you can you can lead the horse to water. Yeah. But... Just for refresher, URP TZC also wanted to help out to uh, give a custom Pixilla for somebody um, who was like an MVP of the Pine Game. So me and Popper were were talking about it, and we came up with you. So unanimous. Unanimous. It wasn't hard, you know, despite glitchy betraying me it still wasn't hard um (laughs) because it wouldn't have been a success without you so that's who it was and so i was i thought i would have seen it by now but maybe maybe we got our wires crossed somewhere well did urp win or did glitch win because it depends which inbox it landed in uh yeah glitch so yeah well that'll be probably probably got glitched yeah he's he's not reliable um (laughs) but i did i did chat to tzc and I, I was sort of, I'm unwilling to accept it until I've aped into Thetazella Club. And I didn't so, really, I just didn't get around it. Uh, yeah, correct. So, and you'll have seen, I sort of was probably completely under the radar and then all of a sudden just appeared and went on a buying spree to the point that my right hand was just tired of clicking transactions. <laughs> and so- and then, and then TZC said you can just batch the transaction after I'd finished. Whoa, whoa, after whoa, I'd, whoa, I'd whoa, done whoa. like what? 300. Stop. No, you're serious. You can batch. Yeah, apparently on on MetaMask, you can do some sort of batched order and he was going to talk me through it. And, but I'd just, I'd gotten, what, 400 pixillas by this point using a Trezor. So having to click on the MetaMask, <laughs> use Trezor, rinse and repeat. Uh, I think well, three mornings of my life were spent doing that. <laughs> I will say, I will say the pickups you had in that first 400 were way better than anything I got in my first 500. <laughs> So, so you had you had some very nice ones in that in, in those batches yeah, that you I, just ran off. I had a great run, I think, again while you boys were sleeping, and you slept on it. Principally, that's that's the lesson here that you can sleep on all things theta. But yeah, I, I went through the first one fifty pretty quickly and got. I didn't get a. I didn't get a custom. I didn't get a ghost. Didn't get certainly no soldiers or aliens. Didn't get any apes, and it was just. I, I just got floors, 150 floors, basically. And not the that you can have a floor pick. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> but but the run, the run from three to 400 was legendary. Yeah, I'll I'll recount the story one day. I, I don't think we have time. It was just I was just basking in the glory of the surprise mint, consecutive mints as well. In some of them, it was. It was it was beautiful. Every time you did that, I got a message from Magnum, just infuriated that somebody <laughs> went on a good run. 
Uh, th- that that happens all the time. If it's a good run or a bad run, if it's a good run, uh, I'm furious. And if it's a bad run, I'm like, can you believe this luck? I go, I better get in there. And, and you know, maybe they ate all the, the the floors for me, so maybe I can get that alien or something. But yeah, I happen. played that games a few that game a few times. <laughs> like, man, oh, it's been like 75 since anything good is minted. Rip off 30. All right, now it's been 105 since anything. <laughs> but yeah, the amount of the amount of messages that I got from Magnum being like, dude, three out of four two zombies in a custom like this is ridiculous it's rigged and thumbs down on everything and yeah he's a he's a class act the weird part of that run was that i think there was three zombies within 10 minutes and someone else jumped on for one mint and got one of the zombies they just jumped in the middle of the run bought one carried and i carried on with my day minting away and then looked back at the logs of what was what had appeared in the mint and what was in my wallet there's one of these zombies missing and then i went on the hunt for the, the lost zombie and yeah someone was one mint and done <laughs> that's that's happened to me numerous times where i see what comes out because i'm just clicking 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 and I keep mitten, mitten, mitten. And then and the next thing you know, I was like, oh, this this sick one got minted. This other one, oh, was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And I go to my wallet, all floors. It's like whoever came in, they just got all the the, the high-end Zillas. And, and I got I got stuck on the floor again. So so it's funny when that happens. But so, unfortunately, that can't happen ag- again because they're all, yeah. all done. So speaking of going on the hunt, URP, um, there was a bit of a, a hunt that you got yourself in the middle of a few months back i'm just curious has your position or take on t-bill changed since a few months ago no so when it what this boils down to for me is unless t-bill has a use case other than swapping out for t-fuel then it's a i mean there's are there's other problems on top of it with the multipliers but i think the whole thing is a is an extreme problem if t if T-bill's only value is swapping out for T-fuel. Do you do you think there's going to be there's something more to this? I know I know that G-World is now a, a big sponsor at ThetaCon, so I'm assuming that they must be working on something if they're going to be there, right? Would you think? Well, I, I assume so, and I hope that they're working on something. I'm just I just haven't seen any evidence of whatever it is that they're working on, uh, apart from the T-bill sort of infrastructure and now, and now governance token that goes with it. I got into T-Bill, and I didn't initially. Um, Degard was part of the TRS, the Theta Research Squad Discord group. He did sort of loosely explain this concept, and I replied, I replied with a meme of a, a camel opposite the pyramids, uh, just chewing away. I think speaking to the Niamo trader, and we were like, ah, I'm just super skeptical of anything that promises this kind of APR. So I just ignored yeah. it. And then yeah. I think January rolled by, and people were getting involved and trying to, I wouldn't say trying to talk me into it, but almost, why are you not looking at it? Um, so I thought, well, I better look at it. And uh, so I spent some time, dissected it scheme and oh. on the other hand it's like well i kind of want to make money and pyramid schemes usually work until they collapse so i sort of thought long and hard about it and thought well i may as well make money while, while i can um, and be part of it and sort of so i didn't really feel too comfortable about how i got into it and obviously got started getting rewards and had a 2x multiplier and, and that was working uh i made a video where i I'd admitted that yeah i agreed i made a, a meme in support of t-bill um, I quite enjoy making memes in my spare time. 
uh, and it happened to to win the prize, which was great. And I thank you both for for your vote. But anyway, along that journey, I was like, do you know what? I, I'm part of their Discord, and I don't feel comfortable that a lot of questions are getting asked that are not sufficiently getting answered, or were it being answered in a way that I felt sort of we're, we're opaque with the truth, and we're trying to just err on the side of Tebel is great, and G World will change your life, and to God's the greatest dude that's ever existed, and he's too intelligent for our as mere mortals to understand. So I was a little bit put off by the way it was being moderated. And I, I don't have an issue with the mods. I just felt like questions weren't being impartially answered. And it was discussed at TRS. Uh, we did some research into some backgrounds, including Degard, and found some things that we weren't too comfortable with in terms of past activities in, in crypto. Uh, and um, I'm happy to say that someone can be involved in something without sin and can be involved in something that didn't go right and do something better going forward. Mm. But still, it had that sort of uncomfortable feeling. And I couldn't shake that, well, what would I do knowing this getting in? And I thought, well, if I knew this going in, I wouldn't go in. And I thought there was a there's a duty of care and a public good to understand, A, some of the concerns that are going unaddressed on Discord and some of the history that had people have known beforehand, it would have helped them make decisions or not make decisions that they, they made and potentially could cost them money. And uh, so, yeah, it made the decision after all of that to make a video, which I didn't want to be as controversial as it became. Uh, I don't think I was kind of bashing the project. I was sort of trying to explain it and trying to make suggestions and encourage conversation around it. And then it just became this, basically you're flooding the project and what is this all about? And we now both parties must hate each other and be in, intermediated along the journey. And I just kind of felt it was unnecessary. And guys are trying to create straw man arguments about, well, kind of reveal the maths and models. And then the guy who even created T-Bill isn't releasing maths and models as well. And is saying that information is incomplete. So I was just, I'd rather walk away from it. Uh, I said my piece with it. I know other people continue to kind of pursue the the project and pursue the individuals, and I would just rather stay out of it. So let the buyer beware. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with it. I sort of felt with the information that I gleaned and, and sleuthed along the journey that there was some responsibility that my ego decided that was my concern that I should make public. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know, when, when I see... APRs like that and returns. It's just, it's a, it's an immediate red flag for me as well. And knowing that, you know, you can earn 8% from staking T fuel. So if, if the claims are being made 40, 50%, whatever it is, it's like, well, where, where's this coming from? And I personally didn't do the research. I saw, I saw the claims and just stayed away. I've seen things like that in the past. And it's just, you know, you, you, you never really hear good stories uh, about people that get involved with that kind of thing. So I wasn't sure what it was. I personally hope that there is something to this G world that the T bill is does have a value, but at this point, it's kind of like for me, it's just I'm. It's a wait and see. I'm not getting involved. Yeah, correct. And what I what I had said about T bill is all I wanted to say about it. I didn't really want to get drawn drawn into any arguments and yeah, cause people to I don't know panic with their investments or kind of to attack me for just providing my insight and providing a difference of opinion and being that devil's advocate. So I was, I was a little bit frustrated with it all, but yeah, let the buyer beware. But if T 
T-bill will become something, and, and that obviously requires G-World to become something, then great. And I'm disappointed that the images of G-World, the kind of metaverse-type Im- images, were back from November of last year, and we haven't had any further sort of release of progression of that, or we've had de facto financial instruments being released. Yeah, and in that light, it's similar to pineapples. Rare robot can't catch a break with people. You know, it's like, you know, there's been some new pines coming out. There's been talk of the metaverse coming out. There, you know, obviously we don't get a whole lot of data dumps, but, you know, how is how is one being treated so much differently than the other? I, I don't understand. Um, but you've also done a lot of work. I think you have a, a record company. Is that right? Glitchloo Records? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, on to the third studio album. Um, Glitch has done a little bit of work and, and published other records for, for other um, successful artists. So Glitchloo going strong. I know, some, uh, I know Popper had a... Yeah, Popper had a, a, a one-hit wonder on Glitchloo Records there. I think he's out of the yeah, business well, these days, though. Yeah, one and done, much like whoever sang the Friends theme tune, I guess. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy to, to contribute to the, the musical madness of the world of theater. And, and Dionne Warwick's getting involved now, and she's a pretty big name, and she, she's yeah. a follower, ultimately. Uh, Glitchloo started it all up with Sushi Cat <laughs> and uh, Dionne Warwick. Katy Perry's dabbling her toes, and I, I believe we might see a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get some of these glitch through records. We got to get Sushi to, to sing them and, and record them and get them out on the, the jukebox. I think that'd be a hit. That would be. I'm still curious as to who's behind the theater jukebox, though. Uh, Methinks that that might be someone a little bit more intrinsically linked to Team Theater than, than just, I say just, but just a, a theater lover who's decided to create a platform. So I, I personally haven't uh, checked it out, the Theta Jukebox. Uh, have you? Yeah, I thought I, I'd get the first release of uh, a single. I thought I'd pay $20, $20 for something that I can no doubtably get on Spotify, uh, included in what I pay monthly. Um, <laughs> so we're paying $20 for songs now. Yeah. And I've got a couple of them, uh, NFTs, just in case they, be, yeah, they, so, they grow astronomically in value. But uh, I looked at the Jukebox, the platform, it links into YouTube, but obviously okay. it shows the the DRM content of the, the the new release, the new single, the new song. Um, presumably, that that's pretty easy for the team um, to build more more u- utility to. But it's slick. It works. It, it worked straight after the mint. No problem at all. Perfect. I was curious, like, because I did hear people saying, like, almost in a negative way, that it links to YouTube. But I was I was assuming that there was the the DRM technology was being used to, to to gate that yeah so you've, you've got the release of the single at the top of the screen uh once you've gone through the um the sort of verified drop verification processes as you would with like a, an nft to join a discord page and then you've got some youtube some more youtube songs from the the artist and then you've got some links to youtube interviews with the artist so uh, as well as a bit of a bio about who the who dion warwick is etc so there's more information than just click on a link and here's the song playing i felt that although it's youtube link it's good that they've recognized that you can't necessarily link someone to a web page just to play a song and expect them to just look at the screen and and have no more interaction so at least there's they're, they're clearly showing capability straight away that you can interact with the theater jukebox so uh what, what's your thoughts on when we're going to be able to get our our nfts off of theta drop it's been a i think it's been a few weeks now hasn't it urp yeah it's, it's certainly been a few um, by anyone's definition now. Uh, I think we're in the realm. <laughs> there we go. Realm. When we start changing towards being like a dozen, and maybe 
maybe a baker's dozen comes after that. But yeah, I, I think quite we've, a few, we've, gone, yeah. we've gone from couple to few to several to almost a dozen. And uh, yeah, but I mean, it won't be the first time that an announcement has been made on an a- a- AMA that has taken longer than anticipated. So I'm not losing too much sleep about it. I certainly hear from NFT creators on Theta Drop that they're expecting this utility to be forthcoming. So uh, I can't imagine that Theta Drop or Theta itself would decide to to kind of rug their own creators. Um, so I'm sure it's coming. It's just taking more than a few. I, I think we're, we're well, URP is happy to put his name to it being more than a few now. We're, we're in, we're in, we're <laughs> in overtime. On I'm yeah. going on record saying we're in overtime. Yes, maybe double overtime. That's okay. Getting back to Pines here, what is your what is your long-term vision here of what an investment in, in pineapples could be? My long-term vision is financial freedom for all through Pines. Uh, and how do we get there? Hopefully, you know, the, the rare robot follows through on the roadmap. Uh, I've had through doing the the PNN news channel, some interaction with James along the journey. And he's probably provided me with more information than than a lot of other pines have access to, um, rightly or wrongly, uh, but try to turn that into content. And some of the the twins videos, some of the other videos that are coming out have alluded to a few things in a very cryptic way. And I get James has had the last sort of, or had the final edit on the scripts that have gone out there. So try to make it purposely vague. But if it's not known already, the Grove will be a metaverse. I think that's pretty clear, uh, even if it's not announced yeah. um, directly. Well, he did. He did um, tweet about that uh, just recently. Yeah, that he was that he was working on releasing a metaverse, right? So, but that is the Grove, and that the pineapples may or may not be the only um, characters in the story. Uh, they're the p- protagonists from the viewpoint that we've got at the moment. That he's building a lot of storytelling and a lot of lore into his vision. And that it's a vision that's been crafted for years, not just since November of 2021. And he is still working on new designs, new artwork for related projects. I think that's fair to say. And I would prefer him to communicate and speak more to the the crew of pineapples out there. And that probably goes without saying. I think that's a lot of people's frustration. Yeah. And But it's been the same from day one. And, and le- leopards don't change their spots, right? I, I, I think it was unfair to just assume that from January or February or some arbitrary date that James would start communicating more to, to the, all, all the pineapples, whether it's via Discord or via Twitter. And he seems to let the art speak for himself and he was happily putting SPS together in the background without needing an audience and, and some happy clappy uh, NFT holders just following him around going well done. So he was doing that without us. My assumption is and the knowledge that I've gleaned is that he's still working on things for the community. Um, yeah, but at some stage, I, I hope that he employs someone else to the task of, of the sort of PR of pineapples. Do you have a view or an expectation of the pineapple? metaverse the grove that you can share with us like what do you what you think it's going to be like i know when Ketchenani was on he asked us what it was like so i'm curious your thoughts if that's shareable uh yeah and these are these are my own thoughts these are not coming from the rare robot himself but i look at his artistic sort of flair and his own website the work that he's done in the past and what he has done in terms of producing work for contests which is where you you're not doing work from a sort of paid perspective, you're doing it because it's something you're passionate about and you're putting it together and, and have your own spin on it. And he's certainly done a lot of that around the Star Wars universe. 
um, my expectation and my hope without kind of inflating it to be something that it may not be become is that he's got this idea in mind of a universe uh, whether that's a uh, George Lucas Star Wars whether that's a uh, Tolkien kind of yeah Lord of the Rings kind of I don't know build I, I have I have absolutely no idea but I, I hope it's something at scale uh, I have the feeling with a few things that James has said that it, it branches beyond pines and the, the future projects lined up and as well as that there is the ability to stake pines and we'll find out more about that in the future as well as some uh, some working in gaming so there will be some game evolved around this universe that involves pines that may involve other nfts along the journey cool that makes sense we've asked this question to a few other uh, pineapple lovers before and the only one to to really answer the question properly was catching any so we're going to try this again i think that you have the the capability to answer this properly if you were when, if you were to buy the floor container right now and open it up and it wasn't a custom, what kind of these generative attributes available, what would you want it to look like? Genuinely thought you were going to ask me about pizza toppings. That's coming up. So <laughs> thinking thinking of this question in advance, while we were while we started recording, I may have bought a container. So I thought I'll try this out. Uh, and then you get to tell me whether these are the floor pine that I've just opened or whether these are the URP's preferred attributes. <laughs> oh, wow. So that should see. be easy to distinguish, I, unless it's not a floor pine. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Is <laughs> a, a, yeah. a pine holding a grenade. What's not to like? Um, that's when you know you've spent too much tea fuel on the floor, <laughs> yeah. which is a, a familiar <laughs> feeling. So I, I think that's... Nowhere near Magnum stats, but that's pineapple, con <laughs> pineapple container 22 or 23 for me, I believe. Um, no pine goose, no customs, and no, no rare pines, in my opinion, except for I had a blue skull with a theta cap with the FU fingers, which NEC acquired from me at the tiny okay. price. That was a pine I, I enjoyed. That was one that I I opened on the on the the larger mint of the seven eight eight or whatever it was. Yep. Um, but that's that's as good as it got for me, and further compounded by the pine that I just opened, which I'm not even <laughs> going to describe the attribute. There's no point. There's not even there's what <laughs> there's not one feature. That would go. Uh, maybe he would go for that in a pine. Maybe. Um. <laughs> well, that's definitely bringing it up. So we had General on last week, and he he bought a pine. Uh, he he bought a pine live on on, uh, on recording. But yeah, so I thought I'd one up him by getting a container. That yeah, is you a definitely one -up for sure. You definitely set it up for sure. So I wonder what's going to happen next. So in about two minutes, one of you will check the the pine rarity and and see what has bestowed the community, which may may or may not work its way onto the marketplace at some point. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it's it's part of the process. It's fun. It's therapeutic. What would I get in a pine? I would get what I always wanted and never had. Which would be it has to it would have to be a guardian. Yeah, I would want this, this. I would want my guardian to be wearing a T fuel shirt, the one with many a T fuel, not just one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and that's purely because you want a lot of T fuel, in my opinion, in your portfolio. 
Sure. <laughs> but predominantly, you want one huge T fuel, uh, sorry, huge theta blocking your vision. And you've got to go black or white. And I would go the black and mm. um, blindfold. Yep. Got to do that. And I can't, I can't now take a, a prop because oh, I can take a prop still. Of course, I can take. No, no I can't take can a prop. Take a, I'm taking you can an, take accessory. an accessory. Yeah. Which, if we're playing the game of one pin accessories, <laughs> then there's only one pin that it can be. And sure. I've not, I've not, I've not seen a T fuel shirt with a T fuel pin juxtaposed to it, and and that that would be interesting for me. And background, background. I'm gonna go for give some thought. I should have written this down. It's late, man. It's twenty past eleven in my time p.m. And uh, I would go for maybe Ferro Lemon, a little bit different. Quite like that. Okay. Lemon, which is, is now on the, the the profile picture that I'm uh, I've done on Twitter. That's a that nice one. Pops. Ranked four uh, forty two twenty fifty number yeah. fifty six hundred. Yeah, he's got the. Um, he's got the yeah, mustache. He's, okay. he's got he's, a mustache. He's got the grenade. I wouldn't trust him. Yeah, he's got a red suit and tie. It's, uh, he's serviceable. That's definitely not. Yeah, what I pull. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not. It's not. <laughs> no prop floor. Right. So yeah, I personally cool. like the. Uh, I think the the one T fuel logo shirt. I just like that one more than the T fuel pattern. It just seems a little crisper to me, but that's just a personal preference. Probably because it's ironed. <laughs> it's just not as much T fuel. So I guess, you know, that makes sense. You got the, the more T fuel, I'll take the one T fuel. And I'll take the zombie. Yeah. The, the one T fuel is good for three transactions. And, <laughs> and Mags is still going for the zombie. <laughs> Have you got the zombie yet, Mags? No, no. I'm, we need I'm to get trying. I'm we trying. need to get a call in on that. I'm trying. No, nobody's biting on the offers, though. I'll tell you that. Probably because well, it's I, I showed you an offer that you that you could have made the other day. Yeah, Eight I don't even. for a zombie. <laughs> That's going to be a hard no for me. Would you Would you agree? I would, I would conquer. I conquer. Yeah, that's Jericho gets the right square. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Max? So you are oh. Hey, I was just, you know, I was just trying to think back to uh, earlier when you mentioned this reddit origin story can you go into the origin of that well absolutely max i'm glad you brought it up and i, I guess you can edit this to preposition the rest of the, <laughs> the conversation that we've had so right. yeah i one day i created a reddit profile or an account as you would call it and to try and research more about theta i was i was fairly limited in the the information that i was able to gather on i don't really trust people on youtube so i thought i'd, I'd join reddit so i had to create an account and i think i've had my first reddit birthday or whatever they call it uh, maybe even 18 months ago and you it sort of spits out a generic account name when you start reddit so it created one called happy rooster corn was the account name that was generic and it didn't take a lot for me to change the corn to porn that was that was that was quick i was quick on that one um so now i had happy rooster corn uh, sorry porn and well, i thought i imagined that it probably wouldn't be too happy it would probably be some like bdsm something maybe a little bit gritty maybe a little bit nasty with a rooster porn so i changed it to unhappy rooster porn and then i was done <laughs> And I imagine that I, I imagine that this would have been a kind of just a stealth account, just lurking around on Reddit and liking a few things, commenting here and there. So I wasn't I was not particular about the name. It didn't have to be anything theta related. I wasn't even sure that I would end up being a long term theta investor. But anyway, started getting into the Reddit theta community. Didn't really like most of it, um, but there was some useful information on there and I had a penchant for looking into 
wallet addresses, jotting them down, creating Excel spreadsheets, tracing where they were all flowing from. And eventually I started doing like little every two or three days doing a, a bit of a, I guess, a, a one page 500 word report on some wallet movements between addresses that look suspicious, could lead to whales, could mean bigger things and sort of speculate about it. Um, so that's where URP was born. Um, Bopolo, who is part of TRS, is part of, um, on Twitter as well, fairly active, was like, unhappy rooster porn, you kind of got to shorten that down, go with URP. And I, I heeded his advice. <laughs> I thought that probably made sense if I was posting more and writing more, not just to offend everybody every time they read my posts. So there's, there's a great iconic, in my mind, nobody else's moment where Alien Like is talking about Theta a year plus ago, probably 18 months ago, and he is reading through one of my posts as part of his YouTube video. And he reads out Unhappy Rooster Porn probably for the first time aloud and bursts out laughing and then carries on reading what I'd written. Um, <laughs> But anyway, it was it was through doing that process, which I found entertaining and slightly cathartic to share my thoughts about what I was finding on the blockchain. When I got the the now inevitable tap, looking back on it from from our friend uh, T Fuel a thousand X of joining him and and T Fuel Inferno with this sort of TRS project that they put together, which was really just a. I guess it's a clubhouse for people who care far too much about Theta blockchain and what it could or couldn't be to the point where I think the TRS server is, it's three Discord servers and, and a public one, which is four. Uh, and in fact, the thousand X has his own read only. So there's five, five Discord servers, but three are used by TRS members kind of exclusively. And there are 500 channels per Discord. So there's probably 12, 1300 different pages of just things that people are throwing out there could have some sort of loose conjecture towards the 30 universe and may mean something, may not. Maybe about Web3, 5G, 6G technologies, centralized servers, decentralized um, CDM systems and how it all ties together. And, and it's absolute chaos. And some of the guys in there are, are wonderful. Um, albeit overthink everything. So if, if you can name any blue chip, any S&P 500 component, TRS have found some sort of loose link to, to Theta being partnered with them. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, equally interesting in terms of the information available as it is. It leads you down a rabbit hole of thinking that Theta will be at $1,000 by Christmas. <laughs> But they're a good group of guys that get together most Friday evenings and drink too much and chat theta. So the big takeaway from this is unhappy rooster porn. Yeah, is that's this... what URP stands for. Yeah. That's and amazing. that explains your PFP picture. Oh, I was yeah. wondering yeah, yeah. why you were a rooster. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where it comes. I think if you click on my name, it will say, oh, no, I deleted that because, yeah, the more people who've got to know me through social media and Discord now would be very confused by what unhappy Rooster meant. But when I first joined, it was it was a way of me linking to the, the Reddit people that, oh, it's the same person, of which Sushi Cat was one of those, one of the peeps. Yep. Um, we were just actually talking, I think it was last week. I just started my own edge, elite edge node recently. I was curious, 
Why do you think that the, I, I know that the rewards now are a lot more than they used to be. There's more jobs. Like I have a consistent um, amount of jobs that is coming through, but it just seems to me if we want to, to this thing to be more decentralized, then it should be, you know, we should be getting greater rewards for running the technology. Um, do you think that there's a reason why the rewards are so low? Yeah, it's a great point. And it's, it's something that the community has talked about for years that a lot of people were running laptops of, of varying specs or, or high-end gaming devices, even building computers to run Elite Edge nodes and g getting very little back from it. Obviously, with the Elite Edge node, if you're staking to it, you get the staking rewards, but sure. you could just as easily use Gpool or, or right. Thetaboard and exactly. all the, these great providers of yeah outsourced staking. Um, but the actual Edge node itself isn't doing much apart from appearing a, on a stat on Theta's website. And that was frustrating a lot of people when you're accumulating fractions of a, a tea fuel a day, um, myself included. Like, what, why am I running this thing 24-7 for probably getting on a year now? Um, I've had a, an Elite Edge node on the go. And yeah, until more recently, not getting paid a lot for it. So hell of a frustrating. Why can't they just turn some rewards from from staking into elite or, or into edge node um, kind of payments, uh, but I think then, then the crux lies in what is the distinction between a reward for staking for kind of locking up tokens in the ecosystem and what's for video encoding and, and sharing etc. Which is the kind of core thesis and principle of the Theta network, and I don't think they've wanted to muddy the waters between the economics that they've built for staking rewards with what the principal use case is. It's just we haven't seen enough use case yet. And whether that's because things have been delayed or whether it's just naturally taking a longer time than, than anticipated, uh, I believe that the, the model that they've built and had a lot of smart minds as well as venture capital, private equity guys look at as part of their investment has been that by such a point in time, which is undetermined to ourselves, there'll be more use case on the network and therefore the encoding jobs and the caching will be um, and machine learning kind of rewards will be higher than what your staking rewards will be proportionate to your investment in technology i.e. if you have a million dollars worth of staking rewards, your computer and your running costs are not going to be a million dollars or even smallish sort of fractions of that. So sort of looking at kind of how those two intertwine together. So yeah, I, I, just, I think the short answer is they, they haven't wanted to muddy what they've built in terms of a reward system for locking up and staking with what is a use case technology-driven uh, process-driven system of, of edge nodes. So this kind of goes back to the T-Fuel being deflationary. So in order for T-Fuel to be deflationary, then the payouts on the edge nodes would then increase because there'd be a lot more activity. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That makes sense. Well, unless Max has anything else, I just have one more just real burning question here. Do you put pineapple on your pizza? No, of course not. <laughs> not a maniac um, <laughs> no, I'm, I, it's obviously a div divisive question am i completely against is it abhorrent that people put pineapple on pizza i'm going to say no but on my hierarchy on urp's hierarchy of pizza preference it's pretty low mm -hmm. i mean my, my go-to pizza here in in south africa because they love their avocado it's got to be 
you got a bacon, feta, and avocado. That seems to be the go-to for, for consistency for me here. See, now that sounds a lot better to me than bacon and pineapple, although it still wouldn't be at the top of my list. But yeah, and, and for the record, like if somebody, if Magnum wants to go get a pineapple and cut it up and put it on his pizza and eat it, he's more than welcome to. I just, it's not, you know, if that's, if, if pe- pineapple pizza is the only option, then, you know, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I think I, I think as long as the community community are aware that the sheriff has not put a total ban on pineapple on pizza. Uh, no, there's, not a, a, there's okay. not a total ban. Yeah, there's a total to. ban on my pizza having pineapple on it. Except for that one guy, Nico Bizarro, I believe it was, posted a picture of a pizza and it had like three or four little tiny pieces of of pineapple on it, along with some delicious looking pepperoni, some seasoning, and it looked delicious but there was only about five of those little chunks of pineapple i was willing to try that one but i would like to try it side by side with the same pizza that did not have the pineapple on it. when you when when i talk like i've seen pineapple pizza where it's like there's like a whole pineapple on the pizza and it's just i don't care what else you're putting on it like that's a that's a, a hard no for me sliced or whole <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah skin and all you know <laughs> No, all sliced up. Yeah, just covered yeah, it. That, that's what pineapple. created the altered pines was the whole pineapple on a pizza. Um, <laughs> be, before we go, I need to, to issue apologies. Um, oh, shoot. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need to clear my conscience. And uh, Mags, I don't think I owe you anything. Um, but I'm sorry <laughs> if I do. <laughs> Papa, yourself, and I'm sure the simple pine and and T Fuel Inferno NFT purveyor might be listening at some point. And you guys, I, I, what, and of course, Mr. Ivory Jones himself, but I might have had 60 Simbies at one point and now have four. And I had a metal print at auction and now have zero metal prints. Oh. Uh, it kind of oh. hurts. And, and the three of you kind of told me to hang in strong and this was going to be a great project. I couldn't work it out. I'm not a gamer. Um, I see value in it. I don't see a huge amount of value in 400 of the same NFT. Uh, it aesthetically looks exactly the same, selling it to gamers, but I'm kind of becoming a, be- a latent believer uh, and it's probably a bit overpriced to get in. And Ivory's been part of TRS for a long time as well. And I had some great conversations with him, jumped in to get the metal print and then realized that these metal prints have to be shipped around the world and get to get to South Africa, which is kind of like the murder capital of the world and pay import duties. And there was talk about getting that the metal print would enable more physical drops rather than NFT drops. Uh, and that's how I read it at the time. Yeah. Like, geez, I don't want, I don't want to be having items go missing and paying 20% custom import fees every time I get something. And so, yeah, I, I sold it on the cheap and lived to regret it. Oof. Well, uh, I mean, I feel like we should apologize to you for that. That's that's a tough story. But Simple Pine feels your pain too. He actually did it twice. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, he is. I mean, yeah. There's a reason he's called Simple Pine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, hey, I I gotta th- I gotta throw a thank you out there to Simple Pine because uh, the story goes like he's the only reason I got mine at auction. So yeah, that's a uh, that's. Yeah, metal S- prints, simple you know, pine is a, a mm. simple pine is a good guy. Is a yeah. well worth listening to. 
Well, we definitely like to get him on here sometime as well. He's got we got some similar uh, time zone issues with him, but we'll we'll have to make it work. Good, good, and uh, yeah, shout out to to all the pines holding strong, and not to the ones that sold and went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, to all those out there bashing right now, uh, looking forward to a little. I told you so at some point. Not that I'm a big I told you so guy, but I got a few I got a few saved up in the queue. And that's from the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I will speak for the three of us on that. And you know, Mags always speaks for me unless he's bashing me. All right, man. Well, URP, not definitely not ERP. We uh we appreciate your time and, and coming on and being a part of this uh madness with us and really, you know. Really taking Pine Madness, I feel like if it wasn't for you, Pine Madness would not have been what it was. So we certainly 100%. appreciate your uh, your efforts there, and it's it's obviously carried over even further. I know, you know, my first interaction with you was dating back to um, Operation Pine, where I got a little taste of it, but we were on the same team there, so that was you know I, the memories of that are are much nicer. Although you did come Team Popper at the end, which I should apologize to you for that because you ended up losing to some scrub uh, <laughs> because you associated with me but you know what are you going to do the, the glitch loose switcheroo was just really to keep things interesting because my team magnet had just ran away with everything and then i i, I went through I painstakingly went through old tweets to try and see how yes. I could create some sort of conjecture to link it to oh we were always planning this along the way but in reality yeah. we made it up like 30 seconds before it started yeah but you did such a good job with that that you had simple pine believing that that it was all in the works from the beginning you did, it was it was very well 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 done yeah the the urp usual suspects ending um it was cool <laughs> i i enjoyed it the operation pine i almost forgot about but yeah shout out to sheriff and and general Dole going along with some of the ideas that you know, I, I think myself I, I almost forget who Alf was certainly heavily involved with me making for a long yeah. time on that but data zilla club um, data meme data club. i put that um yeah that letter to general Dole together um which i just thought yep. was just funny um and yeah. he photographed that on his desk at work and that's where it started and i hope everyone has enjoyed the crazy entertainment of people who should do more productive things with their time but create entertainment <laughs> and value for everyone thanks guys yeah. for doing the pine cast to humor i think I'm, I'm hearing sort of 20 to 30 people now listening <laughs> yeah, so we're, we've we're definitely going up we've tripled that's a, that's news to us yeah, you've tripled the best right 20 to 30 people so possibly doubled more than a few we started out like yeah <laughs> more than a few more yeah <laughs> all right well thanks a lot i know it's getting late over there we appreciate your time and uh we look forward to seeing what your brain comes up with next nice one guys always a pleasure and thanks so much for having me on and good night from me and enjoy your afternoon thank, thank you. you you too good night have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a treat at feedthecat.theta. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tubs.